Hello, my name is Butch Whitfield. And I'm John Howard. And we're here to introduce you our second episode of Porchin'. This is the lifestyles and real estate in the Southern tradition. And we have an esteemed guest here today who's the director of Open Hand Atlanta. And but before we get into that, we're both uh, started with Open Hand about 20 years ago. We both got involved with, you know, different friends That's and uh, got us involved with the organization and has uh, <clears throat> been very dear to our hearts for a while. It has. I, I moved here back in 2001 and it was the first organization that I spent time with mm. in the city where I got my first group of <clears throat> friends, where we spent every Saturday morning packing food, where John and I got to know each other. Yeah, for sure. So this is why we're just thrilled to have with you or have with us today our esteemed director. Now tell us about our director. So our guest is, um, has been with the organization with Open Hands since 2009. He became the executive director in 2011. He is uh, president of the State Association of Mills on Wheels in Georgia. And then he's the uh, vice chair and board of Nutrition Food is Medicine Coalition. Is that right? It's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. <laughs> it is a mouthful, isn't it? It's the Food is Medicine Coalition, actually. Okay. So you were very close. Okay. But... So, Thank you. so who we have here today is uh, Executive Director Matt Piper. Thank you for Matt. This uh, is, we're, this is we're thrilled pleasure. to have you here. It's a pleasure. Glad to be here for sure. Thank you. So Matt, to start it off, will you tell us about the mission for, for Open Hand? Yeah. You know, everything that Open Hand does is through the lens of food is medicine. What we're trying to do is help people who are either seriously at risk for nutrition sensitive disease mm. or who are currently battling nutrition sensitive disease. We want to empower them to either better manage their chronic illness or prevent it in the first place. Right. So for right. folks who are, have cancer, for folks who have HIV, who have diabetes, renal failure, we are cooking, packaging up and delivering super healthy meals that wow. are delicious and helping people understand that if they eat the right kinds of food, they, they can become better. Uh, they, can have, they can live their ultimate health. And of course, we're doing this for folks who are living most often below the poverty level, right? right? And so folks all throughout Metro Atlanta and increasingly people throughout the state of Georgia too. So we're on a growth path, but it really is about incredibly healthy meals quality ingredients, uh, delicious, lots of choice, right? Because if the food doesn't taste good, it doesn't matter how healthy right. it is, right? You're but, as good as the, your body's as good as what you put into exactly. it. Exactly. So how did you get involved with Open Hand? Yeah, you know, years ago, a buddy of mine, Paul Horning, who was on the board of directors at uh, Project Open Hand, um, recruited me to uh, head up a marketing committee for a special event fundraiser called Masquerade. Of Back course. In the day, yeah, right? of course. Yeah. We all remember that. Um, and so I got roped in. I mean, I was glad to be <laughs> part of that effort. This was the biggest fundraiser for Open Hand at the time. You bet. Right? Okay. You bet. Um, and then uh, separate from that, there was a, a one of the original founders uh, just ordered me as I was at 8 Atlanta one day to help her bring a box over to some other, some church she was headed to. Mm -hmm. And I went over there and it turns out that this was the first place of Project Open Hand. I had no idea where I was going. She said, I have a meeting. Go see if you can help in the kitchen, right? <laughs> her name was Jean Levine, God rest her soul. And she was a drill Jean was sergeant. A, Jean was a delegator. Oh my God. <laughs> and what was so unfortunate about that, and this is still true today, uh, I went in and they said, can you cut up chicken? I said, well, I'll try. And I started cutting up chicken. 
and this wonderful chef came over and he said, oh, no, honey, you, uh, you need to try your hand at home delivery. <laughs> so in your first day, you went from prepping meals to then yeah. delivering them. <laughs> and they still don't let me in the kitchen at open hand today, but um, that was a long time ago. So it was, it was really through volunteering for open hand that I got to know them. Uh, I then actually went to work early in my career at the AIDS Research Consortium of Atlanta oh, oh, okay. uh, as their director of development and community relations. And it was in the, you know, the darkest days of the AIDS pandemic um, and got to know other folks at Project Open Hand. Uh, my predecessor, Stephen Woods, who's one of my heroes in life and people like Luisa Bazarati, who's currently on our board of directors and just folks who were banding together to try and see our community through, you know, the darkest days of the the wow. AIDS pandemic. And I know you guys are part of that crew. You know, you used yeah. to come in on Saturday mornings and yeah. package up meals. And um, so that's that's sort of my history with, uh, with Open Hand. Great. Volunteers are such an important part of Open Hand. It's, yes, right? You want to tell us a little bit about know, that? We, it, our business model doesn't work without volunteers. Okay. And it is actually one of my favorite aspects of our community-based organization. It's, it's sort of what makes us community-based, right? Because right. Uh, our ability to hopefully provide a wonderful experience for volunteers and help them feel like they are giving back, because they are, right. um, is, you know, it, it's, a, it's a gift to be able for them to give their time and their talent. Sure. Um, and to engage the community in our work I think says a lot about our mission. We have about 15,000 volunteers in our database, wow. right? Wow. Any day on our campus, you will run into 60 to 70 volunteers who are helping to package up meals, to it's, deliver meals. It's 5,000 meals a day. It's 5,000 meals a day. That are made and delivered. You bet. And do you know what? That saves the community about a million dollars when you think about the labor that we don't have to pay because we, you know, all of volunteers. these volunteers are right. really contributing to the bottom line. And if it weren't for volunteers, there's no way that we would be able to achieve the level of nutrition and the level of quality that sure. Open Hand is known for. Wow. Plus, volunteers are just a lot of fun. They, <laughs> they are, right? And they have a blast, right? <laughs> they, uh, so important. Right. Okay, so now that we have 5,000 meals a day, the need is always growing. What? Where do you see the direction of Open Hand? Yeah. You know, it is, it is my vision that anyone who is facing a chronic illness in the state of Georgia and who truly needs a medically tailored meal I hope that we can provide access to them one day, wow. regardless of their ability to pay, yeah. right? That's my vision for Good. Open Hand. I want to extend our mission. What we do is so unique. There's not a lot of us in the country who are, who are achieving our level of nutrition mm -hmm. and our level of quality, but also folding in the nutrition education in addition to the meals. We're not just giving, providing people at no charge with healthy meals, we're also teaching them about the connection between really good food, really healthy food, and good health outcomes. So right? we're providing the meals, we're delivering it to them, as well as a, an educational component. You bet. Okay. If, you, if someone receives a cancer diagnosis, that's obviously a very difficult time. And it can be incredibly intimidating when your care team says, and guess what, you're going to need to change your entire diet, right, mm -hmm. for ultimate health. If we're going to see you along this journey as you battle cancer, Nutrition is absolutely vital. Well, that's very scary because frankly, uh, most people fail mm -hmm. when they try to change their 
their eating habits. It's a, it's a tough thing to do, yep. especially those of us who are over the age of 20. You know, it's, it's once we're set in our ways, but um, our registered dietitians are passionate about food and they love to teach people and they make it fun. And we really surround our clients with love and we say, we're not gonna let you fail. We're gonna see you through this journey and we're gonna teach you how if you eat the right kinds of food, you have the best uh, chance for you know, overcoming and battling your chronic health condition or at least better managing. Mm-hmm. And so wow. it really is life-saving what we do. And it, this is so important um, to understand Open Hands Mission. We view our services truly as a medical intervention. Wow. We do yep. everything through the food is medicine lens. And so we love it when doctors are prescribing our medically tailored meals and our nutrition counseling instead of pills to help people manage right. diabetes, right? And when you say medically tailored, that is for those with diabetes, salt limitations, particular, um, I'm assuming any certain allergies that they also have? Yes, we, okay. have, we have, you know, there's That's so many different, it's very, there's so much science and creativity that goes into our menu planning. If you've got heart disease, we've got one kind of menu. If you've got cancer, we've got different types of menus. Wow. So we tailor the menus for the specific health condition that someone is facing. We have a diabetes plan. Mm. We also have a lot of choice in terms of personal preference. You don't want to eat meat? Fine, we've got vegetarian options for you. You don't like pork? You don't like seafood? We've got that for you as well. We offer more choice than any other community-based kitchen uh, in the country, I believe. And so we're really proud of that because you know, as, as we grow older, sometimes we're more limited in the things that we can do. Right. Maybe we can't drive anymore, mm-hmm. or maybe we uh, need to go live with a, a, a son or a daughter. Mm-hmm. But limiting your food options should not be one of those things, right? You, right. If you don't like a certain it's, dish, you ought to have another choice. Absolutely, right? you're it's not a, gonna eat it. It's a matter of dignity and respect. Sure. Now, um, and we pride ourselves in that. Now I wanna get back to the direction of, or even the other aspects or arms of Open Hand. Yeah. Tell us, how did you, what did you do before Open Hand? Yeah, so I am a not-for-profit warrior, right? It's, uh, <laughs> I, my first job out of college was the History Center working in public relations and fundraising. Um, your, your, your degree is, is in- Is in communications. Communications right. and public relations? That's right, relations. communications okay. on a PR track. Okay. So I, I used that skill set to, uh, to help not-for-profits, right? Um, and so for those who, who are just joining us now, we have Executive Director Matt Piper with Open Hand Atlanta, getting a little bit on his history and how he really stepped up into this monster role that he has, which is just really directing 5,000 meals a day to our, to our metro areas, as well as part of the state that we were, we were beckoning, where they called it, the state called upon you to help service these people during the, yeah, during during the dark pandemic. days of COVID too. So we're just getting a little background on, you know, what got Matt to this point. <laughs> yeah, so uh, different, different opportunities with different not-for-profits. Um, okay. I, I was with the National MS Society here in Georgia for a while as the head of fundraising. And so my path to become the executive director of One Hand really was from fundraising and communications, right? right. Uh, I, I already shared with you that I worked at the AIDS Research Consortium Atlanta. I was there for eight years. Um, I used to be a, an executive director for a not-for-profit that ran retreat programs for folks going through serious illness. So healthcare has always been a passion of mine. Um, and that's what I love about Open Hands Mission is that we bring a solution 
to a really wide scale worldwide societal problem, right. you know, the lack of access right. to healthy food. And we provide a solution to that. And I love that. Mm. It's not just about a handout. It is really about empowering people to take charge of their health through the right kind of nutrition. And in addition to the the delivery, I, f I feel like another component is just the the human component. Yeah. When you're delivering these meals to people, it you know there's a there's an emotional strain to the to your delivery uh, volunteers. At least when I was doing this, it it it's sometimes it's their it's that person's outside touch for the day that. or those couple of days depending on their their cycle and uh, it does at the end of the day I, or that that session i felt a little drained but also empowered yeah. happy but still exhausted yeah it, there's a lot that goes on there and i think these people also too they really treasure the fact that this organization just doesn't drop and go you know there's there you know there's conversations that happen a lot of times and it's, it's just a connection to the outside world. That human connection is so important. You know, that we always say on our campus, food is medicine. And right. we, we walk the talk, but we also say food is love, right? I mean, right. it's biblical. I mean, back to the biblical times, if you wanted to show somebody that you care, mm. bring them a meal, yeah. right? right? Someone passes away and you want to show comfort to their family, what do you do? You, your In mom's the South, it's a covered dish day. Right, <laughs> exactly. Tinfoil on top. <laughs> it, it makes, you know, it really, food right. says love, right? right? right. Um, and a warm smile, you know, Mother Teresa would say smiles are love, right? right. And, and we all don't have to do extraordinary things, just little things sometimes right. make the biggest difference. Right. Uh, and that, that handoff of that meal and that smile mm. And that maybe that compliment that's extended. Oh, Mrs. Joan, your scarf is so pretty, it's right. so colorful. And oh, I brought your newspaper up to you. It's on the street there. Those kind of acts of kindness—they're just beautiful. Oh, of course, absolutely. And the occasional hug that helps. That right too. now, right. okay. Let's get back to your day today as executive director. What is what is your what's your normal day? What yeah. Are, what are you What are you tackling? <laughs> well, you know, it it takes a lot of resources to uh, fuel our mission, right? Uh -huh. I mean, healthy food costs more, right? right? Um, and I've got a lot of amazing, talented staff who didn't take vows of poverty, mm -hmm. and we got to pay them, <laughs> right? right? Um, and we do really have an amazing talent. So um, fundraising is a big part of any executive director's role in a not-for-profit organization. And then um, spreading the word, right? Like, like telling our story, uh, so like that our name today. is out there in the community, like and we're doing today. Thanks again for being here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so in, engaging the community in our work, it's really important. Again, our our business model doesn't work if the community isn't coming in every right. day to to help us make it work. Wow. Um, and then there's you know the the less fun stuff, managing budgets and putting together oh. and studying spreadsheets and End of your finance. Right here we are. Hopefully, hopefully inspiring my leadership team uh, to lead and really making sure that I am putting our strategic direction and our vision and our mission in front of everybody any chance I get, reminding so, people about what we stand for. So the key roles I hear you saying are fundraising, community, community involvement, mentorship, and well, direction. And, and leadership, leadership development, leadership. I would say. Yeah, right. okay. absolutely. Unfortunately, I don't do this alone. I have a phenomenal board of directors. You do, I know, we've worked with all of them. They are an amazing advisory board. In fact. 
we just recruited this chair. Oh yeah, that's you of our advisory board. <laughs> yes. Who's doing a phenomenal job. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful people who are great ambassadors for our mission, right? Who are who out there today probably speaking on behalf of Open Hand. This is a big time of year for that last minute year, year in donations. So you know who we favor when it comes to making those end of year donations. <laughs> or middle of the year, whatever year, whenever you feel like you need to give some money, we can help you where to uh, direct that. Now, now. When you, you know, this, this, the talk of the day now is, you know, what is your why? What is, what gets you through the day? Because again, asking people for money all the time, talking to, you know, you hear people's stories and what got them to this point. And a lot of times they're very inspiring stories, but what is your why yeah. that gets you through the day? Yeah. You know, it really is about making sure that my legacy is about how many people I've been able to help you know, living a life of purpose, okay. right? And my why is, mm -hmm. uh, is if I can give back, mm -hmm. then I'm going to achieve that sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of buddies who are my age who are, have made a lot more money than I have, right? Um, but not all of them have a sense of purpose. You know, they, they're burned out on their careers. Right. They're looking for any other opportunity to feel fulfilled. Sure. And I feel really privileged that I, I don't feel that way. I, I really do have a sense of purpose in doing something that's really meaningful to me, right. but also hopefully bringing that opportunity to others and getting them engaged mm. so that they too can lead a life of purpose and in doing so, help thousands and thousands and thousands of people. I mean, we're going into our 34th year wow. of uh, service that's at amazing. Open Hand. That's a lot of that's lives lot of that life. have been touched. And, right? you've, and you've been there for 11. Uh, I think I am actually going into my 12th or 13th 12th, year, oh, okay, right? Okay. I'm not a math major, but yeah. <laughs> Nor am I, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about the service area for, for Open Hand? What, yeah. what, what, what areas do you hit? This is a real pride point for us. We used to only be focused on the metro Atlanta area. Mm. And then we started doing these cooking classes. We started offering uh, cooking matters. And we started doing that. We became the statewide administrator of this national program. And that required us to enlarge our footprint. We have contractors in Savannah and Columbus who are teaching cooking classes on behalf of Open Hand. Wow. That was our first statewide footprint. With Savannah. You, that's right. Wow. And you mentioned the pandemic. Well, that's when the state of Georgia called us up and said all these senior centers are shutting down. And so able-bodied seniors who typically would travel to those senior centers no longer can go there and they're being wow. sequestered in their homes. What can Open Hand do? Can right. we step up? We said, well, of course we'll help. We'll begin shipping meals safely to these individuals so that they don't go without nutrition. Wow. And that was our first foray into extending beyond Metro Atlanta. Well, now our, our brand has grown and people from out the state are reaching out to us saying, would you consider being our meal provider? So we're delivering meals as far as south as Macon right now. Wow. Um, we're also doing produce prescription which is providing people with boxes of fruits and vegetables, but giving them recipes, teaching them in our cooking classes, this is how you prepare a healthy meal, utilizing these fruits and vegetables, and, uh, and even giving them pots and pans to, if they wow. don't have those at their home. And we're doing this in rural parts of Georgia, and I hope to be doing more of this. This is primarily funded through philanthropy right now, wonderful corporate and foundation grants that we've gotten, but I think that this could be a new avenue for open hand in addition sure. to our prepared meals is actually supplementing people's diets with 
healthy food ingredients. This is pretty huge. I mean, for an organization that started with, you know, a group of friends putting sandwiches and bags and delivering to houses to now bringing food, education, awareness, yeah. um, medically tailored meals. It's 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 enormous. The 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 reach now that this organization has. Now, there's another component, which is good measure meals. Yeah. Tell us about because I, I don't I think it's I think it's open hands best kept secret, but we need <laughs> we need to get the word out. Let's get the word out. Tell us about yeah. I mean, uh, good measure meals. Good measure meals is our social enterprise. Okay. So, you know, we've got all of this infrastructure, a beautiful kitchen. We've got all these refrigerated vans right. to safely deliver foods. We've got great staff. We said many years ago, this is going back about 16 years ago, before my time, mm -hmm. why don't we take that infrastructure and start selling these meals to the paying public, knowing that 100% of the net proceeds will go back to help support all of our community nutrition mm -hmm. programs. Mm -hmm. A way before it's time. This is before we had, well, healthy, all those other mail-away meals. Direct, all Thank those, you. Right. you bet. We were just about the only game in town right. Sure. at the time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been an important part of our how we fuel our operation, right? And it it's an e-commerce project product. Mm -hmm. You go online, you can order it. You you don't have to order a week's worth if you don't want to. You can just do three days worth of meals. You can do breakfast, lunch, or just lunch and dinner. Really customize what what meal plan meets your needs. Mm -hmm. And our customers tell us all the time they feel great because they know that every two meals that they purchase helps to fund a meal for someone who can't afford oh, to that's pay. That's brilliant. So okay. it's a two for one model. So with the medically tailored meals, I'm assuming that also follows with, or that fall, good measure meals follows within that same sort of network where you can, you if you've got a, a health issue, dietary concern, that can also you help you keep online with your New Year's targets. Yeah. So a doctor <laughs> says you're at risk for heart disease or you're pre-diabetic or you're battling diabetes. Here's a prescription. I want you to go talk to a good measure meal registered dietitian. I want you to get enrolled into their plan and we're going to we're going to help them. And so what I love about this is open hand is all about serving both sides of the socioeconomic spectrum. Right. Uh -huh. Everybody needs access to healthy food. Right. And if you're a guy like me, I don't like to cook. Frankly, right. that's a that's a secret I don't like to say <laughs> often, but with you. I don't like to cook. I don't like to shop. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. But I want to eat healthy, right? It's really important to me. And so I'm a great good measure meal customer. I love our meals. Yeah. Matt Piper, executive director of Open Hand Atlanta, is also a client and an owner. And he can't director. cook. <laughs> okay. We're here with executive director Matt Piper, and we have three fun questions for you. Tell us your favorite brunch spot. Oh, wow. That's a, a brunch spot. I got several Everyone of them. wants to know where to head to brunch, and I, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, my partner and I go to Thumbs Up in Roswell oh, all the really? time. We're, we're regulars so there. Love, love that restaurant. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. Where's the, where's the most romantic spot that you like for a best date night? Well, I get on my private jet, and I'm flying up to <laughs> Town, <laughs> where my partner and I were married. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and he plays locally? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I live in Roswell, Georgia, and one of our favorite hangout spots my partner and I go to all the time is Table on Main. Table it on is Main. one of the Absolutely. best restaurants in Atlanta. Uh, never had a bad meal there, and they it's and they support open hand. Charming little farmhouse that there. Yeah. It's a it's a really it's an authentic, charming space. It really is, and okay. and it's got patio you know seating as well too in nice weather. So, yeah, it's a favorite. Okay, thank you. So we're here today with Executive Director Matt Piper, and we're asking some fun questions. So, Matt, what is your favorite spot to go for relaxation? 
the relaxation. Yeah, I am a Fort Lauderdale guy. Really? Yeah. Right. Okay. You know, it's an easy plane flight down there. I I've lived seen there you in the for security lines there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have friends who still live down there, and I can just go down there and chill. I love the beach. Um, any any beach in the south is, is is a relaxation spot for me. That's my that's my go to plan. Spot. Yeah. How about any place locally that you can go and unwind? Um, whether it's a hike someplace, you know, is there a river that you like to hike around along or? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I love going up to the Appalachian Trail. Okay, um, we're up there oftentimes. Uh, Amicalola Falls, love there. Yeah, yeah just up this. We live very close to the Chattahoochee River. There's all kind of great hiking trails around. The and river. so the Blue Ridge is only what, like maybe an hour and a half away from yeah. where you are. Okay. Yeah, we used to have a cabin up there actually oh, nice. for about seven or eight years, and um, and we still have friends who live in Blue Ridge. So that's a that's a favorite go to place sure. too. Yeah. Georgia's really fortunate, right? It we've is. got the lakes, we've got the mountains, mm-hmm. we've got all this cool stuff in the city. It's not a bad place to hang out. I agree. Okay, so we're here with Executive Director uh, Matt Piper with Open in Atlanta, and now we are asking him what his favorite spots are around town. What is the best kept secret of Atlanta? Oh, I think good measure meals. And I'm being <laughs> yeah. sincere about that. You know, you said <laughs> it earlier, and I think that's the truth. I think as long as we've been around and as wonderful as our product is, uh, we're working on trying to make sure that more people know that this service is out there for them. So, yeah, good measure meal, my guy. Perfect. It's, the, I love it's it. self-serving it's the best and we love it too. <laughs> right. Well, Matt, thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank I you mean, for having We hope to get your mission out. We we support you guys 150% and, and it, our lives wouldn't be the same without you guys. Butch, John, you guys are awesome. And thanks for hanging in there with Open Hand. We, we love you guys. Thank truly. you. We love you thank too. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Well, this is Fortune. Thanks for joining us.